Cheers, mate. I'll thank you very much. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the latest Welsh Connections interview show. Today, I'm drummer Rob Lear and Terry Payne. gotta say i love the new album strange days how long has it been since the last one? Oh, i can't remember a couple of weeks i think I, <laughs> if, I mean you know i everyone's blaming lockdown but i i'm i'm not a very fast worker when it comes to um um getting things organized it's not so much the writing and the playing it's just the organizer i'm not really big on organization it's hard work isn't it it is it is because i i went in and I, I had these songs 
most of them anyway before lockdown and on like a month before lockdown or just the, on the Christmas before lockdown I went in and with Frank down in Cardiff and I, I I just did a guide with me singing with the acoustic just just each each track just sort of giving Frank an idea of the pace of the song and, and just just a, the general feel um, and we put one or two tiny little bits over the top just as thing so and that's all I had going into lockdown so um, and, it, and it took me a long time to get to that stage so um, I think lockdown helped speed it along, funny enough. Well, I, I can remember hearing the opening track. Oh, do you know? I'm frightened <laughs> to even think about how long ago it was. Yeah. But I we know. did a video for PRS. Yeah. Up in Comarvon. Lovely place. Oakwood. Oh, Oak yeah. Church Studios, yeah. I, think, I think it was called. I, I keep getting it wrong. Beautiful place. And yeah. I can remember you saying to me, oh, I got this new song. You know, I'm thinking of trying it out tonight. Mm. That's the opening track on the album. Amazing. So when this album came through, and it's always a joy to get one of your albums, Rob, I've got, I've got to be honest. Uh, when it came through, I, I didn't I didn't even look at the, the track on the back. I just put the CD player on. So excited. Played it, and that comes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, should start. I mean, I, I was toying with the idea of using it as, like, the title track and everything, but it, it, it sort of... It, it, I, I wanted something that sort of more or less encompassed the whole album and and the, the feel of the whole album and and basically like you know the, I, I think the strange days title sort of suits more what, what i feel the album's about rather than just think but yeah it's it's a it's a strong song and it's uh one enjoy playing live as well so oh so it's a great it's a great song yeah. i mean hopefully we'll we'll hear a bit of it because you can do a, a couple of live tracks just throughout the show aren't you <laughs> give it a go <laughs> anything could happen well that's that's the joy of radio <laughs> that is the Joy Radio. When you started putting this album together, you know, you say you went to see Frank Norton with with your, your tracks in, in the car, if you did your guide and and everything. How do you choose what stays and what goes on the album? Um, well, you mean like the on each track in the instruments well, and stuff like the, that. Or? The songs to, to start with. Um, what what? How do you how do you grade what stays? You know, what's good enough? What what gets thrown away? What? Well, most. Of, I mean, obviously, pre-lockdown, it'd be a case of I'd sneak it into a rehearsal or a or maybe even a gig, and uh, just sort of, and then, and then you sort of get. I mean, your first protocol is the band. Is you know, you you sort of judge judge whether they're sort of. I mean, fair play. No one actually turns oh, that's a rubbish one, but you get a sense whether or not it's gelled <laughs> or not, and and so they, that'll that'll boot a song out because you just know, and that'll be your first protocol, and then obviously if it passes that test, then you go back and work on it some more, and and sort of yeah, just sort of, I mean for recording. Because everyone's such a great player, you know, you know, you, like you, you view Terry and you know Liz and Brett, and uh, I also had um, the, the the rising sort of uh, uh, star James, um, James James Oliver. Well, yeah, but he's everywhere these days. Yeah, isn't he? yeah, but then of course you had Pete, who, you know, Pete's fabulous, you know. The, I'm I'm chuffed to bits that he's still, you know, he's turned Van Morrison down to play with me. You know, genuinely. That's I understandable. Mean, you know, That's understandable. All right, fair enough. He's got to travel for. I've heard it's a bit of an asshole. And I've heard I mean. tales. You know? I've yeah, heard tales. I know. So I mean, and then sort of, um, you know, so these great. So in terms of telling people what to do, I don't. You know, everyone just contributes what they feel is right, and then, um, and then I, I might do a little bit of editing, you know, so just to make it all gel a bit, and then um, obviously Simon over in Texas, he's, he sort of has his, his input as well. But um, you can play on people's strengths as well. You know, you've got. A, a track that suits James, yeah, and it just takes it to a different level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you haven't got a, a studio time where you're restricted and you're, you're hiring it. You know, everyone's recording in their, you know, in their house. 
and they're sending over ideas and you can say that's not good enough, send over ideas, you've just got so much more freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much more to choose from. Yeah, and it's, it's all accidental. I think that's part of why it takes so long is that, is that you're enjoying yourself rather than being... It's not a business. You're not saying, okay, the album's got to be released on this date and it's got to be recorded. You're not doing that. You, and you don't write a song thinking, oh, I, I, need, I need four more songs to finish this album. You just do it because you enjoy it and you just find that you, you get to the end eventually. So how, do you know, how do you know when it's ready to go then? I don't if, if you've got do. no deadline, if you've got no, no record company no, breathing down your that neck saying... That is my saying, problem. Yeah, it is my problem. I, I, I could carry on. i go go back. In fact, I, I, I had a mix of one of the tracks last week that's on an album that was finished last month ago. You know, so you're always tweaking things and you're always... Um, shoot, because you enjoy it, you know. It's like an obsession, you know. But And you don't. You, you, eventually, the, the pressure gets so much at everyone. <laughs> I think when lockdown finished... I realised that I probably had to do something. I probably because I mean I I'd become institutionalised. I think I, I I and even now you know I, I don't like leaving the house. I don't like you know I sort of uh, but um, I, I've got to expose myself. Well you know in figuratively in, speaking in the I nicest hope. possible way in the in in the most legalist way possible. I've got to get myself exposed out there. I've got to go outside and meet people and and play in that, which is what I used to you know be my sort of bread and butter like before but yeah it's the last train around you hear the creaking of the track it's the last train running Before the line becomes a path Now the back door is open And there's cooking going on It's like the siren has just sounded Long before the stack was blown On that last train running It's the last train running You hear it echo through the streets It's when the buckets were still moving And there was work beneath our feet And the dust was like mascara on every working man And the bars were never emptied until last orders ran It was a time to be remembered It seems hard to understand For you hear it shift to changing It is the lifeblood of this land On that last train No, you mustn't wake your brother 
He worked a double underground And now the tips are covered over And the rain that falls is clean And that last train running Is nothing but a dream It's the last train running And it's never coming back But somewhere in the distance I hear the creaking of the track On that last train running How did you cope with, I mean, for both of you, how did you cope for the two years of lockdown? Because for an artist, a performing artist, which is your bread and butter, how did you cope with two years of nothing? Because, you, you you know, your work was ripped out from under you, wasn't it, overnight? Oh, we, we did those awful Zoom gigs. Oh, man, they were terrible. Trying to rehearse with delay. Yeah, I mean, because I think the restrictions yeah. meant that um, Terry had to be outside and I, I could be inside. So he came round the house and I had the patio door open. And so, yeah, it was, you know, we were two metres apart and he was sort of sat outside and, was, and we did this, and we did a couple of festivals like that, you know, or, or supposed festivals. And it's just horrible because you've got no feedback whatsoever. You've got no idea on whether the sound is right, whether, you know, it's connecting. You don't even know if anyone's listening. It's the silence when you finish Because on, on, is it Zoom or something? You've got those little comments that come up anyway. Yeah. But there's a massive delay. So you could say, is anyone there? And then you're halfway through the set, and someone would, yes, I'm here. Or something. Well, that's a bit late now. I feel, you know, uh, although I I struggled with the orientation, I I I couldn't get us the right way up on the camera. So half our gigs were either so we perk we perpendicular to. Oh, them. are they still available? I'd love to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the, oh, but they were horrible. They were horrible. They were lower lock. Those gigs are absolutely horrible. I I did see a few of them. Um, and yeah, they were terrible. Not yours, yeah. just generally. <laughs> the look at your face. No, not yours. No, I mean, some, just generally. Some people got it right. Some people got the sound right. And I think um, who, 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 who did I see? Um, uh, Martin Joseph. I, I caught some of his, and you know, he had the sound spot on. Yeah. I suppose you would, because you know, he's 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 that sort of professional. But um, yeah, for me, it was. Um, I, I I just didn't enjoy it. You know? It's not the same as no. being in a room with somebody. No. Creative music, it, is and, it? And part, like I said, I think it goes back to part of it. It's the enjoyment of it. It's, you know, like I said, it's not a business. It's, it's an enjoyment thing. So when when you take that out, it's, so you're thinking, well, you know, is, is anyone really enjoying this? You know, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing that I've always said, or, or you know, the, the number of years I've seen you play live and known you, is the complete joy that you bring to a room when you play. Because it's all over your face. You can see how much you're enjoying it, and then that just radiates out to the audience. Are you really that happy when you play it? <laughs> yeah. It's the only time I'm happy. I'm 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 a paranoid sort of um, skeptic for for ninety nine percent of the time. So the only thing that makes sense is when I play, and it's not. But it's not just me playing. I'm I'm just doing. I'm doing nothing. I'm doing chords. I got a capo on, so I can I can even play the same chords with the and I'm singing my my own little ditties, and then I got like these great musicians making all this. I mean. Who wouldn't want that, you know? Who, do, who wouldn't get some enjoyment out of that, you know? So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad, glad that comes over. <laughs> well, it's, it's the first thing you see about you is this happy, happy smiley face. Yeah. You know, and that just radiates joy and it just it fills the room, mm. you know, with, with, with great music, great songs. But then you've got this... Well, the whole band is smiling when they're playing. Mm. It's infectious. Well, yeah, they're grit, gritting their teeth there. They? <laughs> <laughs> the, fact, the fact is it's great music. 
such an amazing songwriter. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's huge. But he just, he just he doesn't see it. Co- that's going to cost me another 20 quid. Yeah. I've seen my heart bend and break. So secure in your embrace As the full moon follows me home I reach inside and I feel warm mm, To be your lover Still be holding on 
We'd still be holding on We'd still be holding on together Um, Strange Days is out now. Where can people get a hold of it? It's not out yet. It's, oh, uh, it's oh, comes right, out sorry. on the 19th. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. Oh, so we're ahead um, of the game then. Yeah. We, we, we got a gig in, in pont a Tom Jones' um, home, hometown. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we're playing the Globetrotters. Uh, we're doing it with um, Tom Crow and Mark Pinnell, who've also got new albums out. So, back probably about a few months ago, Mark contacted me and said, oh, I've got an idea, when your album's ready, why don't we do like a, a gig between the three of us and it'll be a launch for our three albums. I thought, that's brilliant. Cause, yeah, you know, yeah. And we, we, all, we all get on really well and it's just, you know, they, 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 they're great at what they do. So it'd be, it'd be a nice night. Well, yeah, another two, another two great musicians. I mean, Tom and Mark, both, yeah. both not as happy as you. <laughs> not as happy as you, i got to say. <laughs> Particularly they, Tom. I've never seen more happier away. From, yeah, from I've never seen I, I Terry smile. I, <laughs> no. Does he? I don't, I don't know. Sure, I don't, don't well, know. He's, he's, yeah, I, I think he's. Uh, I think he's. I think he's retired now. So he's, he's happy now. Oh, he's probably smiling yeah, a lot I, now. I think. I think his his his, his job caused a lot of stress. But uh, yeah, so he's 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 a lot happier now. Now I know the three of you have your albums out uh, on CD. Mm. So I guess the burning question for me is, you know, why why do you Put them out on CD when generally people aren't buying CD. In my experience, people aren't buying CDs. Well, for me, it's it's, it's physically, and when you play a gig, that's your connection with people. I, you know, if someone comes up to me and 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 you know, it, it happens from time to time. They say, "Oh, you've got a CD," and you you, you feel honoured to be able to sort of because they don't have to. Any you know, money's tight, people. So that, but no, no one really comes up and says. You know, oh, you're great. I'm going to download you when I get yeah, home. That yeah. doesn't happen, you know. So without the CD there, you don't, you can't ten ten people. And I'm old school as well. I mean, I my like this the CD I've got for is the the the, the cardboard eco friendly CD. I mean, I I still bemoan the the old jewel cases, yeah. you know, with, with with the cracks going through them and and the fact that the the door keeps on coming off and one of those little lugs snaps off. You know, I, I, I still love all that, you know. I, I think and, it's really important to have a physical product. And not only that, product. right, the other thing I heard, I heard a great argument for CDs, is streaming is compressed, you've got MP3, so, the, so there's a there's a reduction there. Some people say they can't hear it, and but a lot of people don't know what they're talking about, so you can actually hear it. You can hear the, that, you know, there's there's a dynamic range that you lose within that compression. And vinyl as well, you've, you've got a problem with vinyl, it hasn't got the bandwidth on it, so... The fact that CDs arguably give you the best quality. It's the closest you'll hear how the artist was hearing it in the studio. You know, these days, you know, going back to analog, that's a whole yeah. new, new, a whole different argument, isn't it? But these these days, with the CD, you're hearing it more or less like the artist wants you to hear it. So you got that argument. I, I totally agree with you. Uh, you know, so I'm, it's I'm a, a tough big one to, fan. to win over because lo- loads of people download and um, I, I don't. So that's but do, do you know? Um, I've been looking at recent figures, and even downloads are down. People are just streaming; they're not even downloading anymore. They just stream. And I personally, I just think it it sort of yeah. it lessens the value of of music in it, people's in eyes. All sorts of ways, it lessens the value. I I I mean, like there's there's millions of people like 
act, like doing what we're doing, you know, writing their own songs, recording, you know, part in the studio, part at home. But the streaming algorithms will only really gravitate towards major artists, sort of cherry-picked by the, by the labels to promote, you know. And there's only one artist of any one genre that's going to get sort of promoted. So your streaming algorithms and your yeah. Spotify, they're going to... So you're never going to hear new music. If you, if you stick to Spotify... You're going to hear people on the fringes a little bit, perhaps 20%. You're not going to hear... There's, there's, there's like 80% of artists producing stuff that you'll never hear on Spotify because it won't be part of the, the programmes within Spotify. No, no, I, I totally agree with you. And, and the danger there is you're going to hear the same old music mm. by the same old artists over and over again. It's the yeah. whole... It's the whole local radio station thing where there is no more local radio anymore. So yeah. it's all owned by Bauer. So you get to your mm. playlists... Mm. And that's all streaming is becoming. Unless you know an artist, whether through seeing them out live yeah. or picking up a CD, yeah, the, you know, I, it's it's awful. It's a terrible state of affairs. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I my I got a van and it, it hasn't even got a CD player in it. You know, well, it has now because I've, I've I've put a portable in it. But you know, you the cars don't even mm. have CD players in it anymore. You know, the, I, I I bemoan it. I, I want it to come back. I, I want to turn the tide. Tara posts a picture, it's the first one of the day Has her looking in a mirror with a tan from Saint-Tropez She hasn't been abroad since San Antonio Is it hard to keep that figure with the twins in tow? Strange days in the valleys Strange days of these God help you if you stay here God help you if you leave Well Johnny works the bus stop, he's standing in the line, he does the Jackson moonwalk, said he met him one time But the bus leaves without him, he said he'll catch the next instead But his journey's like his stories they all in his head, oh, strange days in the valleys, strange days of these. God help you if you stay here, God help you if you leave. Sitting in the porch light of the forge in the drunken haze I just need to look around, remember
So a, a serious question. Now, as we're on the subject, then we'll get on with the fun again. What's the answer? What is the answer for new new artists trying to come through with their music? Well, someone told me that Spotify are in trouble financially, so maybe there's a, you know, maybe the the world will turn again. You know, maybe, maybe the, the world of streaming is, is, is numbered. You know, I mean, vinyl's come back. You know, so why is, I know it's, you know, it's cool, but why is it cool? You know, it's, it's you know, it's a, who knows? You know, CDs did have a bad name because they were too clinical yeah. and everything. But I, I think um, with modern recording techniques, you've, you've got the ability to put warmth into the tracks now. You know, the, the digital age has changed because you can simulate analog amplifiers and valves. So there's, there's no excuse why CDs can't give you exactly the same feeling as, and, and, you know, as, as any other sort of form of thing. But, yeah, I, if Spotify go bust, then maybe we'll... Uh, <laughs> Start to a real money again. Yeah. <laughs> and get to discover new artists. Which, you know, I mean, there are some great things like Focus Wales, which showcase new artists, new indie artists, mm-hmm. and they, you know they do the same. As, they do the same the, the world over. But Scotland's got their own version as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just wish people would take more notice of yeah. that, and and artists that are just on the doorstep as well. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just as yeah. good as your Ed Sheeran's. And what's happened now? And I, I'm not saying this from a personal perspective, but the quality of of uh, budget recording has gone right up there. You know, when I say budget recording, I mean you haven't gone into Abbey Road to record your album. You've done it part at home, and 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 perhaps you've you've used other people. But the quality's gone right up. When, when you hear a new artist, it's not like the old days where they, you know you, they were sort of doing it on a budget in, a, in in like a studio that perhaps didn't have the the, the top equipment. People, you know, the, the recordings these days of new artists, you know, they they are really up there, and so hopefully that will filter through people as well if they take a chance on you know these 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 new promotions and, and new 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 promoters and radio stations yeah. I can still hear your voice from the valley
be your standing stone Whenever you make it home Whenever you need someone I'll be your standing stone No Superman can lead Such a lonely life To hide himself away And never take a wife But he's saving all our souls For the greater good of man He's doing what he does Maybe just songwriting process because as terry said we all think you despite what you say in your modesty we all think you're a fantastic songwriter and it's not just us because many a person said that to me about you and your songwriting where do they come from the songs how how do you start i don't well like i say because i'm not doing it for a business my songwriting is completely hedonistic you know if 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 i feel you know, I pick up a guitar and you know you you strum a chord or something and boom, you know it'll 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 happen. Usually, it all happens at the same time. You know, it, there's, there's no plan in there. It. It's just you you enjoy yourself and you find oh hang on that's that's not I'll do that again and then you know so there's no real structure. I have written for uh, structured stuff and and it all comes down to just finding that one hook. And then just stick into that hook. It's just you go through like a million wrong notes, a million wrong phrases, and then that one hook will will come out. So I mean, I've I've done stuff for musicals. I've done um, I did four tracks for a film, for a musical, and and you're given the theme, you're given what the 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 director wants to say with this particular scene, and then you just sort of bounce around it in your head, and you just come up with like that one little phrase, and that's your hook. Then and you build everything round round that really really simply, but you know. Um, and I've lyrics. I've enjoyed doing that. I've had people send me lyrics, and I've um, let it go. The, the first album was was not, not the Disney let it go. No. There. Oh, well, do you know what? <laughs> right. Okay. So um, I got sent the lyrics by a guy called Rob Lee, who's an artist and a lyric writer. 
and he created Fireman Sam. That's his creation. He's a, he's a, he's what is not a cartoon drawer. What do they call him? An Artist. animator, right? He's a professional <laughs> animator. Right? He's worked on loads of stuff. Anyway, his buddy is uh, Mike Young, who's who was Welsh. Well, he still is Welsh, but he's he lives in America now. He's probably American now, and he he owns a big, huge animation company in America. Well, he sent our version of songs that I was writing with him to him. This is before Frozen, right? So I had let it go out before Frozen. And what my mother thinks happened <laughs> right, is she thinks this Mike Young, who was hobnobbing with all the, the sort of Disney animators, um, they may have invited people around his house and they may have been sat down and he may have had the music on in the background and... He let it go, might have been playing, but you know, mine and Rob's version. And uh, next thing we know, Frozen's got this one with this this hook that goes, let it go, let it go, let it go. You know, so yeah, I, my Karachi's, mother got me into big trouble with that. Karachi's theory. cartoonists. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that was, uh, yeah, she, uh, the 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 the, um, the Sunday, uh, Wales on Sunday, we're going to do a double page spread, believe it or not. <laughs> on how Disney had ripped off this lowly Welsh artist. They were genuinely going to do it. They, 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 I spoke to the journalist and he, he sort of... Uh, and then the day before the, the Wales on Sunday, was going to, he rang me up and he goes, um, we've pulled the article. And I thought, oh, maybe their lawyers have been in touch. Maybe Disney has been in touch. You can't claim that you know, Let It Go was, was ripped off by a Welsh artist. And I said that to him. He goes, no, no, no. He said, I, I finally had a chance to hear your, your, your version. It's nothing like the Disney one. <laughs> and then he slammed the phone down on me.
You said you worked away, you said you worked in HR You said when you left home, yeah, you knew it'd be hard You never knew how it'd be living on your own I said, yeah, well, I play guitar Don't ever plan, I just don't get that far As we drifted in our seats I thought, yeah, well, maybe we could meet So now lockdown is over, I guess you guys are all keen to get out there and, and get some gigs again and get under your belt in the festivals yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been a bit difficult because previous to lockdown, we were looking forward to that year. We had like um, a number of really nice festivals coming up and, and obviously they got cancelled and stuff. But what's happened now is all these festivals, all these venues, they've got a backlog of artists now and they can cherry pick. So um, we've our sort of gig schedule has sort of calmed down a bit because obviously we're up against people that perhaps are a bit more um they, they might they might put be be bigger artists and pull in more people and all the all the or they might be a bit more aggressive on, on the pr front and the thing and so yeah so but they're starting to come in i'm looking forward to like like we've, we've got the launch gig on the 19th and then we've got um a fish guard folk festival and there's the Off the Beaten Track Festival. Um, but, you know, um, it'd be lovely to play more this this year. Hopefully next year we'll sort of build build up again. But that's, that's, how, that's how I hope is that we can um, remind people that we're, <laughs> we're still around um, and we'd love to... We'd love to play like that. Sort of. do, you, do you think the, the music scene is getting back to where it was before? Or do you think it's better? And, you know, because now people should be hungry for, for live music after two years of being shut up. Yeah, all oh, the gigs we've done have been put quite... People have been quite forgiving, you know. <laughs> you know, you know they've, they've stayed. You know, they haven't walked out. So yeah, I think that's a sign that uh, people are, um, you know, they, they they're missing it and they perhaps they're appreciating yeah, why they are. Even a small gig feels special. I can remember yeah. when we first started. Everyone's got their mask on. Uh, yeah. You know, everyone's social distancing and it's just it's crazy. And we we were gigging quite regularly at the beginning, and then lockdown happened, and then and. Then, we we ended up being nervous again, didn't we? Mm, when, we yeah. when we got back out on the road, yeah. But um, but yeah, just meeting an audience and just bringing up the point that you know we're out, you know we're uh, we're meeting, we're, we're you know there's some live music and it's it's a special thing. I think our first gig after all all that was um, a cappella, wasn't it? And we supported them, um, and 
yeah, it just it felt so special. I think I, I said when we walked on stage and we said set up and we, we I said something I can't remember. Here we are, we're out. I just said that and everyone just clapped and you know because everyone felt that same sense of release and that that we're back together again. You know, as a, as a community, as a as a people. But I have more to lose and less 
one thing I didn't consider until Terry just said that is the nervousness that you guys must have felt after being away from it for so long. Yeah, well, I've, I've trained them well because we've we done rehearse anyway, so they so they're always on on edge. So uh, you know, and so I I don't set I don't stick to a set list really. No, it's, it's not I'm not intentional, but you know, you play in and I I haven't brought my glasses, I can't see the set list. So how do I know what's next? You know, so, <laughs> so we, we have to guess. I have to swap instruments, but yeah. apart, apart from that, it's, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you're right. There there was there was a, a moment of you know how do we how do we do this. As I said, it was a special event for, for everyone, even the audience, just to be outside mm. of their home and to enjoy live yeah. music that wasn't streamed through Facebook or YouTube or whatever. It's, yeah, uh, I, th- I, th- I think this summer's going to be good. I think it's going to be good for music. It's going to be good for people. It's going to be, like, you know, I think everyone's going to have a bit of a lift. And I think, you know, it's long overdue, isn't it? <laughs>
Newport Welsh Connection brought to you by Madcap Global Sound Bill Wells Northwest Aberdeer Port Madog Colgan Regent Aberavon Wrexham Merthyr Beach This is Wales in four weeks so this is good 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 time for us to get used to it right last string Right. 